0: Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this evening. We thank you for what you're doing in our life, Lord. And just what you've continued to do throughout this series, God, of really exposing and explaining to us just the through your good nature that we have a right to live happy lives, yeah. that we don't have to be down or dreary or depressed or anxious or stressed out or nervous or freaked out, God, but we can live a life of peace and joy and happiness because we know, God, that we have... You to stand on and you to stand with. And so we ask tonight, Holy Spirit, as we talk about this concept of rest, we thank you, Father, that you help us to understand, God, just your purpose and your intention behind rest. And we thank you for that in Jesus' name. And everybody says? Amen. Amen. Well, it's so nice to be here with you. Um, Last week, my Aunt Joy absolutely brought the house down. Um, She taught about chasing Jesus. And I thought that it was so amazing because... Uh, really, if you take nothing out of the whole summer and you simply just chase after Jesus, you're going to do okay. Yeah, right. That he is the reason why we show up and he is the one who set it out in motion, all the plans and the principles. And so if you're going to walk away with anything, take it from her wow. and chase after Jesus because he's chasing after us. And so we're just re- re- responding to that. Um, so I have a confession to make this evening. Um, It's pretty intense for me. I've been making a lot of confessions lately. I just got to get some stuff off my chest. But I am a recovering slacker. Um, It's true. I know it's hard to believe. Uh, I was naturally, I'm growing up and going through school, um, I was naturally a fairly smart kid. And it was really cool at first, but the older that I got, the more that I realized that I didn't have to work very hard In order to do well in school, Um, I think that when you realize that, it's actually a very bad day um, because it's the day that you really have to stop trying and that's just never good. Um, But, and and so that was the way that I was through high school and through university. Um, I was, I just got things and so I never tried. But when I got into ministry, uh, that came to an abrupt halt, uh, to say the least. It was as if everything I set out to do was the hardest thing I had ever done. Uh, I, I had, I've told the story many times about when I first started preaching and the absolute embarrassment that I was to the profession of pastoring. It was horribly awful. Uh, I basically got up here, drill blank, and my mom had to come up and rescue me because I literally looked like a blabbering idiot. It was just—it was bad news. Um, And so I can remember when I got into ministry, um, I was very aware of the deficit that I had to make up in order to really uh, properly step into everything that God had asked me to step into. Um, And I can remember, you know, working hard and trying to figure things out and navigate through this huge transition of my life and, you know, feeling that everybody else was working and trying to do my very best to add my, you know, my portion to everything. And I can remember one day I was spending time with the Lord and the Lord challenged me to start to take some time out of every day And start to read. And I can remember thinking, this is a great idea. You know, I'm a pastor, and so it's good that I read. It's good that I learn. And I can remember sitting down the first day to read, and I was overwhelmed with guilt. It was as I was so aware of the fact that everybody else around me was working and doing their portion. And here I am taking a nice afternoon sit down in order to pick up and read this book. And I can remember the way that this felt on the inside of me, even to the place where after God had asked me to read this book and to really begin to do this, it took me a very long time before I was actually able to, able to overcome the guilt of this feeling that I had when I sat down in order to read, as if I was doing something wrong. And um, I can remember this concept going through my brain of that I would rather run around and look busy Even though I wasn't doing anything, I would rather look busy than have to deal with this feeling that I was feeling on the inside of me about God asking me to take some time and to begin to rest. And that's what we're going to talk about this evening is this concept of understanding what does God mean when he talks to us about rest. Um, Because rest is a very important thing in the Bible— um, and not just in the Bible, man and science has really picked up and understood the value of understanding what it looks like to rest. And now, maybe you didn't go through the same emotions that I felt, and maybe you, you know, never were a slacker, maybe you always worked hard, but one of the things that I know that plagues really our entire culture is that our Western culture, we are horrible at resting, Okay. In fact, what I realize is is that our society really praises people who have to rest the least. You know, like you ever have those people, you know, on Instagram and they're showing up and they're like Insta video is essentially just blackness and it shows that they're up at like 4:23 in the morning, right? As if it's like a badge of honor that I don't have to rest or sleep or anything like that. And it's funny Um, But, but as we begin to dive into really understanding how do we set our course to live happy lives, one of the main things that people will teach you if you go into different courses or whatnot is understanding how to rest. Now, don't get me wrong, as I'm talking this evening, I believe in hard work, I believe in discipline, I believe in having a good work ethic, um, but there's one thing that I have learned and that as, as I have done research through this topic is that our body works the best when we live a lifestyle of rest. And the best way to think about this, as I was really putting this together and thinking about how do we understand this, is, is that we don't work to rest, but we work from a place of rest, okay? Because what we want to do is we want to train our bodies in this place of rest, how to overcome the stress triggers that every person feels as we walk throughout life. And in fact, one of the things that science says about rest, and if we can implement really just very simple techniques of rest, what our body actually does is our body becomes more and more immune to the stress hormone cortisol. And so, even though we may be finding ourselves in stressful situations, we can actually train our body how to become immune to stress when we understand this. Okay? Now, I want to clarify when I talk about rest, I don't just mean sleeping. Okay? (laughs) However, I do mean sleeping because sleep is one amazing way that our body experiences rest, and a lot happens mentally, emotionally, physically when we do rest. Um, And I don't also mean, you know, just numbing out on the couch as we binge watch some weird series on Netflix, okay, because that's actually not rest. I think that for this evening, rather than using the word rest, I want to use the word relaxation, okay, because that word paints a little bit of a more accurate picture of what the type of rest is that we're talking about essentially the type of rest that we're talking about and biblically that we're going to talk about is doing something that sows life into yourself. Okay. Because one of the things that I know about if I sit down and I have a long day and I plop down on my couch and I throw something on the TV, it's not sowing. It's not making me feel energized or alive. It's not sowing anything into me. Whereas there are very specific things that I can do that even though it's doing something, it's actually creating a rest or a peace on the inside of me. And those are the things that I'm looking to go after. Okay. Now, when we're talking about rest, it's crazy the amount of study that has been done on this concept of rest. I mean, people have, you know, through rats and people and sleep studies and different things, if you go online, there's a crazy amount of information, but I just wanted to write down a couple of things that when we begin to practice a lifestyle of rest, and rather than working, 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 working so that we can justify rest, I want to start from a place of rest, okay? And these are just some of, like, this, as I'm telling you, if you read through the things, I wouldn't have enough time to read through all the, f- the, the benefits that we experience when we begin to add these things into our life, okay? So it increases our immune system to the place where you have a 50% less chance of getting sick, okay? There's a 24% decrease in the likelihood of having a stroke. This is just from resting. This isn't like a, a pill, That we're, this is just from like, I'm gonna do like a 20 minute little moment of, you know, relaxation to myself. 24% decrease in the likelihood of having a stroke. You have an increased serotonin and dopamine response in your brain, which decreases depression and anxiety. It decreases cortisol, which one of the things that people say with cortisol is cortisol is the stress hormone, but one of the worst things about the cortisol hormone is it actually triggers our junk food desire. And so that's why when you're stressed out, it's like we want to, I want to just like, I, don't, I just need to sit down and eat a bag of chips, okay? And that's because cortisol actually triggers our brain and tells us that you need to eat some junk food, right? You need some comfort food right now because you're so stressed out. It can clear acne by decreasing the oil secreted by your glands It actually has been proven to cure things like psoriasis and eczema. There's a 30% increase uh, of libido in men. It increases our body's ability to fight diseases, like systemic diseases like cancer it decreases your likeliness of getting type 2 diabetes. I mean, and the list literally goes on and on and on. And I think that we know this because we know that there's this overwhelming understanding in our culture that the majority of the things, uh, negative things that people deal with in their life are actually stress-triggered things. That it's not that people have a negative genetic predisposition to something They're actually simply sick because we as a culture don't understand how to operate out of this place of rest. That we constantly are burning it at both ends and we never are sowing life and this this idea of relaxation back into ourselves. And so we're constantly living out of this, Julia talked about it a couple, maybe a couple months ago, this, the fight or flight reflexes. And we're all living out of that place and people are moody and they're angry and they're frustrated and they're impatient and all of these things, not because we're like these crazy negative people, simply because like, maybe we just don't get enough sleep at night. And it's funny how scripturally, it's amazing. This is the thing that's amazing. I love talking about practical stuff because it's always amazing. Like, I would like to go back to university and go to all my professors and be like, you guys just need to read the Bible because you're spending millions of dollars doing these studies that I could have simply told you because it's in the Bible. And we see that in Hebrews chapter four, verse nine, it says this, there remains then a rest for the people of God. For whoever enters God's rest also rests from his own work, just as God did from his. And so God is giving us an understanding of what work looks like. And so when I rest, it simply means that I am resting from doing my own stuff. Verse 11 says this, Let us therefore make every effort. Another translation says, Let us labor to enter into the rest. Now, I don't know about you, but when we're talking about this concept of rest— talking about laboring, so I'm going to work hard to rest. It kind of seems like oxy, it's an oxymoron. It seems kind of, you know, I'm going to work really hard, and then hopefully I'm going to work hard enough to get to rest. And, and I began to think about this, is that um, as we're talking about resting, that what God is actually inviting us into is something that we have to intentionally do. I think this is, you know, we talk about this concept, and I could be so guilty of this, is that at the the end of a long day, I just want to shut my brain off and plop in front of the TV and let myself be entertained. Now, the problem with that is that it's mindless. There's no laboring to enter anything. And because of that, I mean, scientifically even, they'll tell you that sitting down in front of a TV show doesn't actually add any sort of stress relief to you at all. It simply is just your brain actually just shutting off. And so it has the feeling for the 37 minutes that you're watching the show that you've been stress relieved. But then once the TV goes off, everything just kicks back up into high gear again because you haven't actually rested. You kind of have just zombied out. You know, you just like, you know, stared at the TV as long as you could. But what God is telling us is that we need to work to get to a place of rest, Because one of the things that I have learned is, is that stress wants to keep us stuck in the cycles of life that we're living in. And when I'm stressed, I don't know about you, but when I'm stressed, it makes it very challenging for me to trust in the words that God has spoken to me, right? Like when everything is good and I'm good and I'm feeling good and something happens, it's like, boom, I could just throw a scripture at that and it's no big deal, But you catch me in like a little bit of a stressed out moment and I'm not feeling good and I haven't entered into the rest. It's amazing how my response is very, very different. Even if it's just something very small, my response is very different simply because I'm responding out of this place of stress. And so what God is instructing us to do is to have an intentional attitude towards living a lifestyle of rest. What God is saying is, is that I'm laboring to enter into the rest because there are specific things that my body, my mind, my will, my emotions, all the different things physiologically, my cardiovascular system, there are specific things that my body, myself needs me to do. And as a result of doing those things, I'm now going to benefit from the positive effects of rest that make sense? That I'm actually laboring to enter into these things because there's a requirement that I have to actually engage and begin to do things in order to benefit from, because it's, I mean, sometimes it's hard enough to just decide that I'm not going to work, you know? I mean, that can sometimes happen. Like, it's so hard for me to not work right now. And these are things that we're laboring to enter into, is I'm forcing myself and pushing myself to come to this place where I understand that something is required of me in order to step into these things. And so there are actually three main types of rest. And the first type of rest is very, very simple, and it's actually amazing. And I'm here to give you the permission. But sleep is actually the best kind of rest that you can give yourself, okay? I was reading a thing, and it said this. is talking about sleep and how do we know how much to sleep, and it said this. How much sleep would you get if sleep was your highest priority? Okay? Now, it's different for, it's, it's different for everybody. Doctors will recommend that we get between seven and nine hours, but... One of the things that if you go through and read about, uh, about sleep is it's so worthwhile and the benefits that you get from going to bed a few hours earlier, it's actually amazing the long-term payoffs. It's like if you'll go to bed at 10 instead of going to bed at 12, you're actually going to be more productive and you're going to live a better life the next day, even though technically you're awake for less hours. You're going to be more alert. Your brain, I mean, the, the amount of things that happen in your sleep is crazy. Like your brain actually learns the best while you're sleeping. That all the connections and everything that's going on are being made on the inside of you. And so you actually wake up smarter than when you went to sleep at night if you simply will enter into it. I read a, uh, just another you know, doctor's report that says do whatever it is that you need to do to make sure that you are getting a decent amount of sleep every single night. That sleep will be the, it is the primary objective in our, as we desire to live a lifestyle of rest. Sleeping is is probably the most valuable thing that we need to do in order to rest. Number two, so sleep is number one. Number two, the second type of rest is called passive rest. Okay? Now passive rest is when you are quietly resting, but you're still awake, okay? So there's sleep is one where you're like out, okay? Then there's passive resting, which is you're kind of like on the verge. You're just very chill and serene, and maybe you got a candle lit, and you're reading, sipping a cup of tea, and you're ha- reading a book or something like that, or you're sitting in a tub with some bubbles or whatever. This is what passive rest is all about, and I apologize. Like, this is so practical, but these are things—like, this is biblical principles on how we maximize and live a life of happiness, Okay? And so it's, like I said, these are things are different for everyone, but it could be something as simple as, right, I live right around the corner from from Gail and Donovan, and these guys, you guys are amazing at this, and they have such a beautiful view in order to rest, okay, because one of the things that they say about resting is, is just simply like sitting down and like looking at the water or just staring out the window, okay? Like, I mean, you'd be like, what are you staring at? I, I mean, I don't really know what I'm staring at. I'm just staring out the window, Okay. But, they, but this is the thing is that what happens is, is that what we're doing is we're intentionally forcing our mind and our emotions to slow down and disengage from the busyness of what's happening in our life. So it could be reading a book with a cup of tea, taking a bath. They say that snuggling with your spouse, okay, just some good old cuddle time is actually an amazing way to engage in this type of passive rest, okay? It could be times of prayer or, you know, like my aunt talks about, times of meditation where we're simply just disengaging from the world in a very quiet and serene environment, and I'm intentionally removing myself from the busyness of my life for even just 20 minutes that we can reap the benefits of rest if we simply will just stop for 20 minutes a day and engage in some type of passive rest. Because rest is all about filling our tanks. It's not about just crashing, right? I remember I was was talking to Blake about, when he was here, my family was talking to Blake about a couple of things and we were talking about rest and, and he was talking about rest from the sense of that rest is not crashing, right? It's not about like, I'm just trying to get somewhere so that I can just crash. Rest is all about understanding there is an intentionality, there's a reason as to why I'm resting, and that's to fill myself up, that's to deal with the stress in my life, that's to deal with my negative emotions. There's a reason, there's an intentionality, I'm going after something, and I want to feel something different on the inside of me in response to this resting. And number three, and number three is actually the strangest kind of rest, because it's really not rest in the traditional sense at all so the third type of rest is called active rest and active rest is very easily overlooked because active rest is actually us engaging and doing something that we enjoy active rest is doing things that are fun and a lot of the times this this active rest is overlooked because at the end of a long day or the end of a long week, the last thing sometimes that we want to do is to go and jump out of an airplane, right? I mean, sometimes you just feel a little bit too tired to engage in something. But what, we, what, what, it, what, what active rest is all about is, is what we're doing is, is imagining that there is a little child that's living on the inside of us. And as the parent of that child... It's easy for parents if you have young children because you probably are doing things all the time. Maybe it's not restful. But what we're doing is, is that we are feeding on the inside of us this desire that each and every one of us have for fun. Okay, Active rest is considered rest because it's the thing that we do that actually begins to rejuvenate us and it invigorates us. It's creating opportunities in our life for us to feel as though I'm actually excited and enjoying life, okay? And fun, especially the older that you get or the busier that you get, fun is a lot of the times, the very first thing in our life that we begin to push to the sidelines. But fun and doing things in our life that are stimulating, that are life-giving activities, those things are the main thing that will begin to fill the tank up, the, the, the rest tank that's on the inside of us. That's like you ever gone and done something fun, and it's, all, you know, you do something and it's a long day, and you get in the car, and you actually feel more energized than when you, did, you started the activity in the morning, right? That's what this is all about, is because rest is not necessarily just sitting down and vegging. Rest is, I want to feed on the inside of me, the things that make me feel alive. And so, um, so what, what, what I really, I think the thing is that in the challenges and ushers, maybe we can hand out our little card here. I've actually done my very best to make it easy for you or to at least make sure that you can do one day out of the next seven day challenge that I give to each one of us. Okay is that it's easy for us to make time to do things that we deem as important, right? I mean, to schedule meetings or to show up and do things, to pick up your kids from school, to go to work, right? It's easy for us to do all of those things, but as we begin to embark and really begin to engage in this process of understanding how do I begin to experience happiness in my life, we actually have to begin to intentionally plan out times of rest of what we're going to do. So you're all going to get your card and on it, you're going to notice that there is a lovely tea bag. This is tea that I personally enjoy to drink on my moments of resting. And so I hope that you like it too. So this card is a seven day resting challenge where I am personally challenging each and every one of you to invest in In your rest. That every day for the next seven days, yes, you could take a tea bag. Make sure you all get a tea bag. If you don't have one, please raise your hand and we will ensure that you get a delicious organic chamomile and lavender tea. So what I'm challenging you to do is every single day, you'll see we've made it very easy. You could put this up on your fridge. Is I want you to plan out the next seven days of what you're going to do in order to intentionally engage in resting. Now, the very first day I gave you a tea bag so that you can brew a nice cup of tea. You don't even, maybe you have no tea in your house. Now you have no excuse to not sit on your couch, brew a nice cup of organic chamomile with lavender tea and read a good book. And read the book just simply until you're done drinking the cup of tea. Okay. But I want to challenge you. Maybe it's one of your days is going to be, I'm going to go to bed an hour early. Okay. Maybe one of your days is going to be, you're going to drink the tea and you're going to sit on the couch and read a book. Maybe you're going to do a workout class. Naps count. If you feel as though, here's the deal is that when we're talking about rest, is we have to engage in what are the things that work for us. If, you, if we nap and I wake up just as stressed out as I went to bed with, then nap, maybe I will suggest, maybe naps aren't your thing. Maybe you need to try having a cup of organic chamomile and lavender tea. But I want to challenge you. Maybe it's go to a workout class. Maybe it's one of the things that's amazing is I'm on my watch. There is a breathing thing that I used to just think, what is this strange new age garbage that is on my phone? And it was funny how finally it says, I get an alert that pops up and says, take time to breathe. And one of the days I thought to myself, you know what? I'm just going to engage in this simple one minute long breathing exercise. And it was so strange how good I felt. After intentionally breathing for one minute. Now you can go online and you can read about, there are literally hundreds of ideas. If you can't think of what rest would look like for you, there are hundreds of ideas online of what we can do to engage in a restful life. And it doesn't mean, like I said in the very beginning, that we just quit life and throw it all in and live a lifestyle of rest because our rest, the reason why we rest is so that when we work, we can be the most effective version of ourself and not up and down and live in the roller coaster of the emotions because we're living fight or flight. No, I want to live and have an outflow out of rest because I wanna be able to go the difference. I want to live out of God's grace. I wanna live out of God's mercy. I wanna live out of a reality of who God is. And when I do that, when I simply engage in resting, it's amazing how God just orchestrates things and how we actually realize that God really has made us overcomers. And you realize you actually are a lot stronger than you have previously thought you were. And so I challenge you, each of you, I will not judge you if you don't do this, but I challenge you for seven days, one week, to labor to enter into God's rest. And so, Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this evening. Lord, for these amazing, simple principles that you're teaching us about how to boost the happiness in our life. Lord, we accept the challenge to rest. We accept the challenge to begin to really intentionally care for ourselves and fill up our tank so that we can be the best version to impact the most people, live a long, healthy, strong life, and accomplish the destiny that you've given to us. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' name.
1: Thanks so much for joining us today. We pray your life was impacted by the service and that you were able to feel the tangible love of Jesus fill whatever space you're listening from. Maybe you found this message and you've never had the opportunity to come into a personal relationship with Jesus, or you've known about him, but have been far from him. We want to give you the opportunity to make his love a daily reality in your life. Jesus came to this earth and died on a cross so that you and I could be close to him. He wanted to wipe away every disappointment and bring you into a life of purpose and meaning, one that will impact this globe for good. So if you'd like to begin this journey with Jesus today, then repeat this simple prayer after me. Dear Jesus, I'm praying this prayer because I know that I've made mistakes and have been living without you. I apologize and I trust that you will forgive me. I accept your love and grace and ask that you would be my Lord and Savior. Help me believe in you and love you every day Help me to show the world what you're like and how great your love is. I commit to live for you from this moment forward, in Jesus' name, amen. All of our Light City family are joining with heaven and celebrating over the commitment you just made to have Jesus as the Lord of your life. We have resources available for you to help you on this journey, but most of all, we're praying for you. Send us a note at info at golightcity.com to let us know about the decision you've made today. We have resources we'd love to send you uh, with some easy steps on how to go from here so that you can discover God in a real and meaningful way. If you have a prayer request, our team would love to connect with you and partner with you to see God transform your life. God bless you and we look forward to hearing from you soon.